Nerds International proudly presents Welcome ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another DCC actual play featuring Grimaldon Minoc. Yes, this is The Foreign Beggars and it's about bloody time. No, literally, this one's about time. So welcome back to our DCC actual play. Yes, we're on episode four. Let's do some quick character introductions. Nick, who you playing, bro? Uh, I am playing Grimald, and I am a vagrant hobbit. Yeah, and James, who you playing? I am playing Minuk, and I am an ex-herder dwarf. Last time, you guys were um, in search of the Rune Blade, and that search took you up to the Kingshire and through the Drakenvold Swamp and into the Kingspire. Then you met the wizard Marzio, who then, uh, in the middle of a ritual, accidentally flung you guys back in time, and you then found yourselves being charged at by a bunch of uh, barbarians. Barbarians who were um, the ancient Dreadthal who were locked in a war with the Elder Kith, the previous um, tenants of the Kingspire. So let's see what happens. So as you guys got out of the portal that flung you back in time, the, the racket passes, replaced by a cacophony of howling cries, the clash of blades on armour, and the piteous screams that can only be the sound of pitch battle. Weakly, you open your eyes to discover you are atop a balcony. A pair of staircases descends to either side. The air is thick with black smoke, but through the haze you spy a warband of frenzied barbarians charging up the stairs towards you, voices raised in battle cry. Mine eight. I don't think that's a welcome wagon, mate. As you remember from last game, Minoc has only got one leg. You guys are extremely low on hit points, and we're going to roll initiative. Okay, so first up on the order is going to be Minoc. What are you going to do? Cool. Um, I'm just going to try and, um, I don't know, back away, pretty much. As the barbarians um, sort of clamber up the stairs towards you, um, you crawl away, um, leaving sort of a trail of, of, of blood coming up the stump <laughs> of your leg. Mm. Um, Grimald, you're up next. Okay, uh, so I'm going to be like, let's be having ya. And I'm going to flick my micro knife at the f- my closest one. That's uh, an 11, mate. So one of the barbarian champions storms up the stairs and you throw your micro knife, which is half a pair of scissors, at this <laughs> barbarian champion. Yeah. And it just fires off into this um, charging horde and uh, you don't see where it went unfortunately well that could have gone better I'm out of ideas Marnie what are you doing (laughs) next up the barbarians um, take their turn and um, as you ask this question what you're doing Marnie you see that six of them take their attacks on him (laughs) (laughs) what Um, Yeah, all six of them just pile onto him, seeing him as the weakest enemy. Um, They are actually quite aggressive attackers and will attack the weakest person. You see that all six of them hit, and one of them actually gets a crit. This is going to be a phenomenal amount of damage. Minoc, you take 64 points of damage. (laughs) 
he gets minced into a, um, a into sort of a, a, a jelly-like state. Uh, at some point, when they're wailing on him um, with their with swords and axes and hammers, that he's not even um, recognisable anymore, and they're not even really hitting him; they're just hitting the concrete at some oh. point. No! And you can see that Marzio, the wizard who accidentally flung you guys back in time, goes, "Oh, will you shut up?" I just killed my friend! Well, he wasn't my friend. Concentrate on the battle. And he goes, cause earthquake. Oh, shit. Um, and you see him try to cast the spell, but it just goes completely wrong. And he holds up a wand, and it doesn't go quite right. And, um, yeah, the uh, wand sort of a limply, a tiny spatter of magic comes out the end and falls to the ground. He's like, why did no spells go right today? Oh, what are you doing? Next up is going to be his two helpers. So when he was casting the ritual earlier, he had these two um, white-robed guys with him. And uh, it is now their turn. And they're going to try and wail into the fight. But of course they have no weapons. But he just goes, now get them! And these two guys run forward trying to punch. Um, one of them rolls a 3, the other one a 15, so it's actually going to be a hit. He goes in, punches one of the barbarians on his throat, and it just goes... <laughs> Grimald, your, your turn once again. Oh, God. All right, I'm just going to get behind Marzio and try and push him in front like a human shield. <laughs> yeah, great idea. Okay, so you um, you get behind Marzio, and now you're going to have to give me a strength roll to sure. push him. That's a 13. Um, yeah, you can see Marzio sort of um, uh, uh, thrusting his wand forward, trying to scare the barbarians back. And as you get behind him and give him a shove, he's like, he's like get back, get... Whoa, what are you doing? Using you as a shield, mate. Stop it. No. I quite like my life. Well, I don't like your life. Well, hold it on to it at least. Shut up. You brought me here, you silly wizard. Get off me, you hungry little hobbit. Because now he's at the front of the queue, the barbarians just immediately go for him. Knowing that he's a magic user as well, they know that they need to shut him down quickly. So what happens is, is they all wade in and start attacking him. Only one of them hits. <laughs> And he actually hits Marzio with a critical hit. He actually um, knocks Marzio prone, smack him onto the floor. He basically smashes him in the chin um, and does quite a fair bit of damage. You see a lot of teeth get knocked out of Marzio's um, mouth and he goes, Aah! and then he gets knocked back over Grimald because of Grimald's height, being a hobbit and everything. <laughs> and then he smashes onto the floor. The barbarian then jumps over Grimald, bloodthirsty, trying to go for the kill on Marzio and goes for another attack. Manages to hit, smashing Marzio's face in, and you just see it get caved in, and it just makes this horrific crunch as his um, head explodes like a melon being smashed by a wrecking ball. <laughs> Wow. Next up is going to be his two helpers. Um, you see both of them take a glance at each other and silently they agree to uh, basically nope the fuck out. Um, they run back up the stairs and onto the balcony where you guys first teleported in here and then take one look at the forecourt where there is more fighting going on and they realise that no matter where you look in the Kingspire, there's just fighting. Then the two um, acolytes of Marzio just hug each other. <laughs> okay, so next up is going to be Grimald. What are you two doing? Now's not the time to be hugging. You should be fighting. We need to get out of this mess. They look at you and shiver. Oh, for God's sake. Um, I'm going to look where... What's going on where Miner used to be? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're sort of running through the blood, now advancing towards you, the barbarians. Is there any kind of way where I can run towards the balcony edge, maybe jump off the edge? 
as you look over that edge, you can see that there is a bunch of elder kith, yeah. the, the forebearers of the elves that um, Minoc read about in that book. Um, you can see down there that there's a bunch of them fighting with the barbarians down there. So there's even more barbarians down there, but they're, they're engaged in combat with, with those elder kids. If the barbarians are focusing their attention on the taller acolytes, if there's a, maybe I could try and through their legs, try and get past them, like duck down really small and see if I could just like work my way through them. Yeah, so give me a luck roll, let's see if you can do that. Eight. Okay, what happens is, is you're gonna take some damage as you try to do this, because you try to get through their legs, one of them just closes his knees and manages to stab you in the back two damage as he just knifes you in the back. So I believe that means Grimwald is dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Grimwald, um, as he stabs you in the back, he pulls, he pulls the knife up, um, you still impaled on it and just takes a bite out of your neck and just goes, Lovely hobbit for me tea. And then, um, as you as you die, your last sort of the last thing you see as your vision goes black is the two acolytes as well. The barbarians just charge in on them in the balcony and just start absolutely obliterating them. Firstly, going for the ankles, and when they hit the floor, they then just start pounding them, stabbing them, stomping on them, biting them, every single thing they can do to just utterly destroy them. Lovely. You awake in a throne room. Furs and skins taken from fallen monsters adorn the floors, while trophies from defeated foes, including the head of a dwarf king and several human skulls, adorn the walls. At the head of the chamber, seated atop a high throne carved from the heart of a great ironwood tree, sits an imperious elder kith, girded in an ancient suit of fur trimmed mithril armour and adorned with a cloak of raven feathers. A mithril longsword rests at his side. An enormous black cat sits at his feet, watching you with hungry eyes. Flanking the throne are four royal guards, their eyes watching you with the intensity of hawks. Outside, the siege rages on, but here is all calm and still, like a storm about to break. Not my throat, not my what? What happened? What the? Um. My not, you're alive. Um. I'm alive. My throat's still here. Um, just to let you know, uh, I'm alive as well, says Marzio. And he's like, um, yeah, just in case anybody cares. Not me, mate. Um, I remember the pain. And I feel sick. Mine are your legs still missing? You can see that this guy with the raven um, cloak and who sits on top of the throne with this crown, he kind of sits there and... He's um, slumped over on his throne like he's fed up and doesn't care, and he just goes, Oh, will you guys just give it a rest, will you? You act like you've never been killed before. Well, I, I'll be honest, I haven't. Uh, me neither. And who are you? I'm the Crow King. Crokin? Nice to meet you, Crokin. Uh, this is uh, my name is Grimald, and this is uh, my travelling companion and best friend, Minoc. My name's Nairi. Nice to meet you. Likewise. Um, did you stop us from getting dead? Yeah, well, in a sense, you have my wife to thank for that one. Where is this woman? Shut up. Uh, well, I have to thank her. No, I didn't mean it literally, dickhander. Look, oh, right. the point is, is that you've seen the battle going on downstairs, right? Indeed we did. Well, 
there was a, a sort of error that she made. You see, my wife, she's a mage. But she's a very untalented mage, and we sort of got into a spot of bother with these dreadfowl, as they uh, wanted all the shit that we had. You see, we got good shit. We got good shit going on here. Good shit, I... Uh, right. And right. Uh, my wife, Ariach, God bless her stupid, stupid heart, she tried to cast a spell to teleport us out of there, and in her stupid, stupid wisdom, accidentally put us in a time bubble. Time bubble. A time bubble. Time bubble. A time bubble. Time bubble. Wait, what's right. going on there? Right. Well, that, that wasn't part of the time bubble, so we're stuck repeating the same 24 hours over and over again. What? And, and, and we've become part of this? Exactly. Well, when you die, as soon as the 24 hours resets, you'll be back at hour zero and merely become resurrect as you were before. But you'll lose your stamina, your former stamina, as has happened to me, which is why I look so gaunt at the moment. Um, I'll get my youth back one day, I'm sure of it. Sorry to interrupt, but could someone sort my leg out? Um, yeah, he's bleeding all over the furs. You can see that Marzio um, starts up and he goes, Oh, will you shut up about your leg? Look, Crow King, I wish to get back home because there's a lot of women who are going to be upset about me going, and I think you know what I mean, Nyre, because I, Marzio, the king of the swamp, am very, very powerful. I'm a very wanted man. I'm a king. So all, shut up. <laughs> what do you mean you're a king? I'm a king too. King of what? It was, it was ordained. I was told by a wise woman that I was a king. King of the dead. Who? Uh, her name was... The, the, Rachel. The, the, yeah, Rachel, the lady of the swamp. <laughs> she likes that, to give twigs out. That woman? Yeah. She's a drunk. Look at my crown. She's put, a drunk, I'll you put, idiot. I put my crown on. She tells everyone they're a king. Yeah, she, but she you don't have a crown like this. She got loads of crowns once. There was a crown delivery going past, and she knocked the truck off the road. Oh. You're so, a moron. So I'm not a king. And then you can see that the um, that Nyre interrupts your stupid argument. He goes, Rah! Shut up! Oh, sorry. Look, the point is, is that I need to go home. I can't keep doing this. Well, sorry, it spilled him. You're right, eh? Yeah, sorry. Look, look, the point is, is that you guys... Can, can get me home. You see, there's some dungeons in the bottom of the King's Spire, and I can't go down there. You see, I've got a lot of stuff going on up here. Looks like it. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm going to send you guys down there, and you guys can go and sort it out for me. Oh. Ah. What? With with this leg, you expect me oh, to do that? for fuck's sake, the leg! Always the leg! It's, um, it, it's quite a sensitive subject to my friend. Okay, it's okay, look. <coughs> I am not just a king. I was once an inventor. A what? An inventor. Uh, and what does a inventor do? Well, fix legs. I made I made several inventions over my time, including these. And you see him pull a cord on his trousers, and they and they inflate instantly. <laughs> wow! And he goes inflatable trousers. Um, it, it, as <laughs> impressive as that is. So, yeah, if uh, you're in a spot of bother, and you get into the ocean and you can't swim, simply walk over the water using uh, these inflatable trousers. Uh, Incredible. Um, the trouble is, if you trip up, you will drown. Oh. I mean, they're a proof of concept at the moment. But, listen up. One-legged dwarf, 
because I have another invention for you. I call it the wheeled chair. You see him turn his throne round, and you can see that it's got two wheels on the back. And he goes, you see, I never wanted to actually get up out of this thing. It's very comfortable. I had it made. And so I put two wheels on the back. You've the wheeled chair. Wheels on the side. Uh, you uh, can't have this one, of course, but you can have the early concept version. And then he, he, he motions to one of his guards and goes, tuck, tuck. Get me the wheeled chair concept early version. And you can see that he brings out this, um, this chair it looks like it was um, built by a fucking moron, essentially. <laughs> um, it's like loads of um, bits of old w- driftwood and like bits of crappy wood all stuck together. And then it's got like, um, you know, a, a water wheel on it and then like maybe a, a, a smaller wheel and like all different sized wheels <laughs> um, all over it. And he's like, it's, you know, it's not perfect. It was the first one of its kind. It was revolutionary. Literally, it, it revolves around. It's got wheels. Uh, um, uh, um, th- you can see. Th- thank you. Marzio l- looks at him and goes, <laughs> Sharp, you. For a few, we would bloody be here with your silly portals. Uh, you guys are both at full hit points, but you've lost a stamina point. Okay. Um, because of dying. You've lost permanently. No, lost oh, the point of stamina. Anyway. About the Duncan. What? Why do you talk so strange? Shut up! Okay. <laughs> I don't want you guys to, to correct me on my grammar. I merely wish you to go down to the dungeon. Because down there, look, I, I would go down there myself. You know, it's, it would be easy. It'd be easy. I'm powerful. I'm really hard. But the point is, is that down there is something really, really easy to defeat. You see, my brother, he's a bit of a dick, and uh, he's really weak and really easy to defeat, and he uses some really weak, easy blade to defeat easy, called the Rune Blade. Easy. Mm, yes. I, I need you and guys to so go down there and easily kill him because he's easy. The amount of times that you've said the word easy is leading me to suspect that this is not, in fact, an easy task. <laughs> it's making me uneasy, if anything. Well, why, what would make you think that? Well, if it's so easy, then you would have done it already. No. What be your brother's name? Dominic. I see. Uh, could... All you need to do is go down there, go through the area with all the rats. You know, they're pretty friendly and easy, might I add. And uh, second of all, get past the Rat King. There's no, he's also pretty easy. The what? Uh, what? And then all the other stuff, and goodbye. Okay, and then you can see that he goes, guards, tuck, tuck, muck, puck. And then he calls the um, four guards forward, and they start um, marching towards you guys and ushering you out of the room, Marzio included. And, uh, one last thing, oh. Shut up, okay. goodbye, goodbye, right. good luck in the dungeon. So the door closes behind you. Minoc has now been put in the wheeled chair. You are now stood there outside of this throne room with Marzio as well and his two helpers. And you can see the main room that you guys were just in where the battle took place, right? But at the moment, it looks completely peaceful. And what you can see is a bunch of the elder kith just sort of suiting up, getting their armor ready, sharpening their swords, that kind of thing, just getting ready for a fight. And, um... What you see is a uh, is a woman approach you. Um, she's uh, very very beautiful. She carries a spear in her hand and she wears a kind of blue robe. And she she walks up to you guys and she goes, um, "Well, um, hello." By the gods, she's nice. Hello. Uh, um, hello. It is a pleasure to have a dwarf 
and a fish man in our, our company. Um, I, uh, I'm not actually a fish man. It's uh, more of a curse than anything. I'm actually a hobbit. I know what you mean. Sometimes uh, we elder kith say that it is a curse to be our race too. But I'll be honest. I, I, if I if I look like you, I, 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 I'd, I, I'd be happy. You are very, very, very nice. Um, Why, thank you. Um, could you could you tell me how this this wheelchair operates? So you see the larger wheels at the back. But mm, you these ones. Um, yes, you grip those, and uh, then you you lunge them forward to propel yourself. Uh, oh, 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 oh! These bits of wood at the back. Could I perhaps help by pushing my friend should his arms get tired? Precisely. My husband worked for six years on that wheeled chair. It so is a revolutionary. And in fact, I, if I may make a joke, quite literally, it revolves. <laughs> um, your, your husband told us this one already. She's a sharp one. Um, anyway, um, may I make a request? Indeed you can. Um... The dungeon. Oh, yeah. Fail your task down there. What? I can... I can give you passage home. I have the spell to do so. What? It's just that... Back before we were trapped in this 24-hour loop, my husband, he was always so busy doing all sorts of stuff, and... I... I never got to see him, and now we're in this 24-hour loop, it's... we know where we stand. Well, every six hours we defeat the barbarians, another wave comes in, we kill them, and sometimes we, we bugger it up, but when the time resets, yes, okay, we feel a little weaker, but... It's... it's home now, and I know where I stand, and I get to see my husband every day. He's not going off having meetings with other councils and doing all of this kind of stuff. I feel like, um... You shouldn't use us to sort out your problems. I think you need to speak to your husband. He's an unreasonable man, but I love him so. So, when you acquire the rune blade, simply, I don't know, chuck it away or, or hide it or something, and then tell my husband that that, he, that Dominic destroyed it. Yeah, 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 I'll, I can hide it. I'll, I'll hide it down my pants and I'll wink at her. Okay, if you do this for me, I'll give you the key to the Major's Tower, where you can go and there will be a piece of equipment each waiting for you up there. Equipment, you say? To help us with our quest, perhaps? Exactly. Excellent. But tell me, if you love this loop so, what will happen when you become so weak that you cannot move? I would rather die weakening with my husband, dying a long and painful death, than carry on immortal, an elf in the real world. <laughs> my husband always off doing stuff, never paying attention to me. Be this true love that I am seeing. Well, well, it is, Fishman. Well, I, I think it's one-sided. I have never felt it, no, Minoc. Never in my heart have I felt true love. It makes me weep. Then here you go. I hope you accept it. Uh, of course we will. We will continue your lover's loop, and it will help us escape. Then when you acquire the room blade deep in the dungeon, discard it. I wish never to see it again, and I hope my husband never finds it. Well, I, 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 when you say discard, could, I, could that mean maybe acquire uh, 
I will take no, it. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, literally the opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll mash it up. No worries. For some reason, despite what you've just said, she trusts you, and she says, "Then here, take this key." I will take this key. And she hands you a key, and she says, "The Mage's Tower is just over yonder." And she points to um, a um, a portcullis uh, just over to the east, where you can see a, a bridge leading outside. Miney, would you like to assist yourself, or would you like your friend to push you? You know what I'd like to do? Sort this leg out. Well, it's kind of sorted. At least, you're, at least you have momentum now. She um, looks at you and goes, Um, you know, legs do not simply grow back, Dwarfman. I'm, I'm aware, but... um. You're a were-dwarf. Uh, no. He's just adjusted to his new circumstance. <laughs> I see. So... It got you... bitten off. You must not wish for your leg back because that will not make it so. That is, that's not what I'm doing. I Actually, just... unless you find a genie, which will be even rarer than a leg to grow back. <laughs> a genie, eh? They have the power to give legs, do they? They do, but in all my years, I've never seen one. All right, well, we'll get around to that one. I probably morning. shouldn't have mentioned it because I may have got your hopes up. I apologise. No, I don't tend to, you know, put any hope into much. I yes. fear the loss of his leg may have broken him permanently well, inside his mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that much is obvious. You look after him. Of the course I will. Fishman. Uh, yeah, we're... Uh, uh, Marzio. And she goes, Marzio. Ignore him. Ignore him. And I, I'm going to... Don't, 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 don't ignore me. Ignore him. He, he got us into this problem in the first place. These two over here, they just cuddle each other at any sign of trouble. It was pathetic. They They're wave. not put with us. No, no, we are. We are together. We're going to solve the puzzle together. So if there's any riches at the end, then I should I should be grateful for them. Yeah, oh, wise woman. We'll figure that out later. No, there there will be reward, of course. Um, it is the reward to get back to your your home. We will teleport you back. Precisely. And he's like, exactly. I mean, uh, so I want in on that reward. Precisely. Because we're all doing this together. We're a super team. We're a super team of friends. We know each other. We're best some... buds. Well... Quite incorrect. I'm their dad. Oh my god. And um, she just um, giggles. She goes, <laughs> Oh, you lot are so funny. I, I forgot her humour. And then she just opens the uh, the throne room doors and walks in. And uh, yeah, you guys can now proceed to the Mage's Tower or down to the dungeon. What would you like to do? To the Mage's Tower, please. You can see that a narrow stone bridge arches from the citadel to the tower. The tower stands apart both physically and aesthetically from the grim and dour citadel, built of polished stone, high buttresses and grateful spires. The tower calls to mind a solemn pine high atop a rocky slope. Its beauty does not distract your eye from the leering gargoyles that circle above, keeping watchful eyes on the battle below. Ugh, it would be nice, here, not Right, keep wheeling. This is a... This is hard work. The tower is like something out of a dream, lit by dancing fireflies and floating globes. The interior is a single chamber, its ceiling rising to a point several stories above. The walls of the chamber are adorned with hundreds of eldritch tomes and scrolls and beakers filled with strange glowing liquids, complete skeletons of creatures that have long since passed from existence and hundreds of other eldritch curiosities. Wow, look at this place. Oh. 
This is fascinating. Look at all that stuff. In this room, you can see a, uh, a chest. And this key will allow you to open that chest. Um, so if you do, I want you both to roll a d20 and you'll get a random bit of loot from the chest. A random bit of loot from, from the, the chest. chest. A random bit of loot from the chest. You get a random bit of loot from the chest. Not uh, 16 for me, from, for, for Grimald. Yep. 14. You, so Grimald, you get a spear tip carved from a black unicorn's horn. Whoa. If affixed to a pole, the tip functions as a plus three spear. And funnily enough, having a look around, obviously um, this being a uh, wizard's um, kind of tower, you find a staff and some magic glue. Yes! So you affix the uh, the unicorn uh, horn to the tip of the staff and uh, you've now got a plus three spear. Amazing. Um, can, I, can I use the magic glue? Yes, with the magic glue, you could glue something to your leg. The only thing is, is that where there was only one staff attached to the wall. Yeah, no, I'm going to put the um, the witch's twig on my stump. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, you take this um, this magic adhesive, um, pour a bunch over your leg, and it stings as it goes into the wound. Ah, oh. what are you doing? Just, just watch, just and, watch. And then you just jam this twig um, that you use to summon your patron, the bugbear bills, into the into the wound. And now you've got this sort of like makeshift stump for your for your remaining leg. You're a peg leg miner. Um, but going back to the gear, you rolled a fourteen. That means that you get a cloak of elven make folded inside a small teak box decorated with elaborate woodland carvings. It gives you a plus three bonus to attempts to hide. I be I, I believe that I am the sneakier of the two. And I am the speariest of the two. Perhaps we should make a trade. Well, of course. Because I don't want to die again. But I didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. And I didn't like watching you get pummeled into mush. It, it, it tugged on something inside me that I didn't know existed. I didn't like it happening. I can still f- feel it. <laughs> Will you be leaving your lovely wheeled chair, though? Because <laughs> I have become quite partial to it already. Marzio looks at a wheeled chair and he goes, You know, we can't leave that behind. It's a work of engineering genius. Marzio does have a point. Perhaps it's revolutionary. It. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. Some would say quite literally, because I don't uh, know. Yes, it. yes, yes. Pipe down, you flipping idiot. Why don't we take it with us? Perhaps we could use it as a transportation device. And if anyone does get weakened, we can put them in the hoiled chair. I do enjoy saying that word very much. Yes. Well, of course. Oh, look at what I found. Well, you, you see him dig around in the chest and he's like, I got this thing. And he pulls out this globe that inside it's got all these lightning bugs in it. And he's just like, it looks wicked cool. And he pops it in his pocket. Wow. You see the two acolytes look into the chest and you can see that it is completely fucking empty. <laughs> and the both of them just look at each other and just shrug like this is how this is the deal they always get. And oh, tough luck. Marzio looks at them and just goes, ah, ha, ha, idiots. <laughs> they are. That's what they get for being acolytes. <laughs> I see. Marzio, me and you might actually get on. I quite like your sharp wit. Go away. Uh, all right, all right. I don't like hobbits. I never have. I'm a fishman, apparently. Yeah, well, you look like a fishman, but that's only because of the stupid curse that happened to you. I saw it happen. You were lying on the floor, all my villagers were kicking you in the face, and then suddenly you become a fishman. All right, let's hear that, Marzio. I could have had all your villagers if it weren't for your silly little... Bullshit! I saw you run away. 
that you worms. That's what done it. You silly little worms. You can't fight like a proper man. Exactly. I had you bound to rights. We were going to fuck you right up and you ran away. You're the reason for my leg, aren't you? I'm going to point the spear at him and be like, no, shut the fuck up. Bring it, fucko. It's like, I've got magic coming out the wazoo. You make one fucking move, I'll fucking destroy you. You know you can't defeat this dungeon without me. Alright, look, how about we settle this after the dungeon? Let's get out alive. Fine, we'll have a conversation. Right, fine by me. When we get out of the dungeon, me versus you two, Mano e Mano. No magic and, and Mano. No magic code. <laughs> Mano e two Mano. And then, no, magic. I get to use magic. No magic Fuck you. It's, it's on, motherfuckers. As soon as we get out of this dungeon, I'm fighting you two, and I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Oh, I'll get my revenge. Oh, you fucking try, dickhead. And then he starts storming out onto the bridge back into the citadel. Yeah, before before entering the dungeon, I'm gonna turn around to Miner and be like, Miner, should we maybe uh, go speak to that king one more time? Uh, sure. Because I can see you're armed with your fantastic unicorn spear that I did fashion. But I have no knives, and I'm not very good without blades, my friend. Of course, let's go back. Let's go see this fall. You can see that Nyre is engaged in a conversation with Ariar because they, um, uh, they're chatting. You, you guys enter the throne room, and uh, he, he says, um, as you enter with the wheeled chair, he goes, uh, he goes, don't you know to knock? I'll, I'll knock with the base of the spear. <laughs> no, before you come in. Oh, sorry. We did. We, we it, got. We got dragged up, not raised. It was open. No, it wasn't. It's. It's out. It's open now. We're sorry for so, our I'm Sorry about this. Sorry. Uh, we had but one last request. I've got. I've got a leg back. I'm pretty happy. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, uh, I guess you won't be needing the wheeled uh, chair. No, no, I need it. We would like no, to keep the wheelchair. No, I you can't just keep a revolutionary invention. <laughs> look, look at the state of, of my leg. Um, it looks awesome. Uh, He's got a twig Are leg, you yeah. an inventor? Uh, uh, what do you call this? Um, a, t- a twig. I would call it because you know what it reminds me of? What? what? A peg. I would call it the pegged leg. And you can see that all of his um, guards and his <laughs> wife start clapping him. And he goes, thank you. Thank you, yes. I invented it. He's got what? a point. No. Yes, I invented it. Yes, it's the name. It's the name. That's the real invention. No. Anyway, what what be you need? Well, uh, the reason for our intrusion is uh, because we have fat, we have this lovely weapon that Minoc has got, the unicorn spear. But I Sweet. Have, I have nothing. I was wondering if we could perhaps just bother you for a, maybe a, 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 a hat, some hand axes would be nice if you have some spare perhaps. Hand axes? They are sure, my favourite. Uh, yeah, Armoury's just round the corner, just take whatever you need man, I mean, we've been gearing up for f- the same fight for about 500 years now, so I mean, just go ahead, do what you need. Yes, you're a good guy. So you guys spend a lot of time digging around in, in this big mess of gear and digging out some stuff. Um, what is it very quickly that you guys get? Uh, so Grimald is now adorned in some um, padded armor. He also has um, two hand axes, good old hand axes, crossbow yes. on his back, a dagger and a garrote. And Minoc? 
Minoc uh, is now back to what he was before, and he's got um, a hide armor, a shield, um, and he's got uh, two daggers. Very good. And after this, um, you guys uh, head back through the throne room and uh, down to the uh, down to the dungeon. Um, as you're heading out through the throne room, um, the the crow king Nyre he looks at you and goes, "Looking good, guys. Thank you very much. I feel more at home now." Yeah, you get to um, uh, the, the dungeon. To get to the dungeon, you actually um, need to um, walk uh, on a catwalk, which is outside um, the actual citadel. Once you get there, your ears are assaulted by the cacophony of war. Hundreds of feet below, a seething tide of fierce barbarians surges along the base of a ridge. Arrayed in the pelts and the skins of bears and lions, they look and sound more like a horde of beasts than an army. And, uh, yeah, the stairs wrap around to a, a door, which is uh, conveniently labelled Dungeon. <laughs> um, I think this is the way. But in front of the dungeon, um, a man stands there, the crook back, and he's got this, like, wiry hair and one eye larger than the other. And he, and he, and he just goes, <laughs> All right, lads, how's it going? Um, who be you then? Yeah, who, who, hi. I'm the vizier. Come again? I'm the vizier. The b- I work for the Crow King. Okay, you like the, uh, you gotta like, uh, let us in or something. I can let you in, but I've got a proposition for you. No, you're an old go on. Well, you see, I've heard you guys are going in the dungeon to recover the rune blades and whatnot. Yes. Right. And what of it if we are? Well, you see, supposedly Nairo says he, he wants you to bring him back the room, Blade, so you can get out of this loop, right? Yeah, out of the loop, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, done. Nah, why? Because I reckon I can use this loop to me advantage. And I can slay the croaking. I and reckon. how's that work out for us? Well, i got a spell that can send you back. Hmm. I'm hearing a lot of this. I can get you back from yeah. a lot of people. Well, you see, the thing is, I got a thing for Lady Ariok. Oh, well, I can understand that. And but the thing is, I... in the real world, she bloody ignored me, didn't she? But here, she's trapped with me for 24 hours a fucking day, and I reckon here I can work my charms on her. Well, so, uh, well, I must, I must just interject here and say, you know, we've already been offered. Yeah, a, a way home, and yeah, but you know, she does. She really does love her husband so much so that she imprison him and everyone else so she could spend time with him. So you're telling me that Lady Ariel offered you the way home? Yep. So let me tell you something. Let me tell you the truth about her. She does know the way home. Why do you think in 500 fucking years she ain't fucking done it? It's because. She knows a way home, but, but it takes three days to fucking cast a fucking ritual. Is but there... you got, she's got 24 hours to fucking do it. <laughs> See, the difference is, I can fucking do it. Can the not discern if he's telling the truth or not? Uh, yeah, just give me an intelligence roll, please. 14. Um, Grimald, I, I actually think he's telling us the truth. Uh, so when you get back up here, I'll meet you at the entrance to the dungeon. 
and you give me the rune blade, and I'll use it to send you scars home. Why don't you come down and help us down in this uh, dank dungeon? Fuck that for a laugh. No way. I, I, ain't, I ain't a fighter, mate. I ain't gonna do the kind of shit you gotta do down there. That's why I ain't never got, got it. That's a thing. So you just hang around by this door, dear. Marcio speaks up and he goes, Hang on a minute. Hang on. You're telling me that if you've been stuck in this 24-hour loop for 500 fucking years, and all, all that time you couldn't be bothered to just lift some weights and learn to fight a few monsters. Get the room blade for yourself. It's, as much as I hate him, he's got a point. No, no, my point is, is that I bloody, I didn't want to get a room blade, I want to stay here. But now you've come here, they're looking for a way to get out of this. But I don't want to be out of this. I want to be next to Lady Ariark. I love her, you see. And I think I can work me, work me charms on her. So don't, I can get you home. Just bring me the rune blade and I can get you home. You understand me? Yeah, we get you, we get you. Bring you the blade, everybody's happy. And another thing, for agreeing to help me, I'll give you this. And he hands you a set of keys and he goes, once you get to there, there's gonna be a puzzle in the dungeon, right? I'll put it in there, sort of to kill people and that, stop them from escaping. Uh, yeah, use these. Fuck's sake, use these, or you'll be fucking mashed up like yesterday's jam. Ugh. Actually, that don't work as an analogy, but no, nevertheless, I use the fucking keys. I don't want to relive that again, so yeah, I'll take the keys gladly. Thank you, goodbye. What was your name again? The Vizier. What be jam? As you guys enter the dungeon, you enter a room where various implements of torture adorn the walls of a horrific chamber. Bronze-legged ma- uh, bronze-legged manacles dangle from the ceiling. Brands rest in braziers of glowing embers and thumb screws rest in bloodied brass pans. A large wooden rack rests in the back chamber alongside an iron maiden of bronze. You see to your horror that fresh blood is weeping from the maiden. Some poor soul is trapped inside. You can hear Look at all these bloody brass pans. Look at these these racks. Where's that mumbling coming from? Uh. Um, you idiots, I think it's coming from that fucking torture device. You know, the the person-shaped one? Metal, the metal man. Yes, you dick. Alright. Why do you have to be so aggressive all the time, you pompous prick? Because when we get out of here, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> Star, you're making me laugh and it's making my leg twitch. Uh, we're we going to make mincemeat of you and your little mates and we're going to put you in a pie. No. Yeah, we are. No. And I'm going to eat you. I'm going to magic what? missile you straight in the dick. Yeah, I like to see your magic wait, missile. Wait, wait, wait. Grim, you're going to eat? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm a messed up kind of guy, so remember that, Machio. You can't even pronounce. I don't try to. Okay. Look, okay, there's obviously... Should we go to the next room? Or should we bother saving this poor wench? Let's talk to this metal man. I'm going to uh, say, so yeah, Grim's going to walk over to it and go... Knock on it and be like, you're right in there. Should we open this, my knock? What business is it of ours? Don't. We're not here to save the woman. We're here to get the fucking sword and bring it back to this guy so he can get us out of here. Have you no compassion? Yes. No. Um, is there is there a lock? Yeah, there is a lock on it, but um, obviously you know that the keys are not for this. How long do you think we have left until the time resets itself? Well, they said every 24 hours. Yeah, so how long has it been? Well, is how it... the fuck am I supposed to know? I don't have a sundial with me. I don't know, you know, you've, you're, you're a massive twat. I thought the minimum thing you could be doing is 
you know, keeping track of time for us because we're the heroes here. Oh, easy mining. I need to use that language. Well, actually, um, you know, speaking of uh, massive twats, uh, what was that? I said twats are deaf. Oh, I see what he's done. Oh, yeah, I really God. got you there, didn't I, you dick? Walked right into that one, didn't I? Mm. Right, Marnie, that's not that's that thisness. <laughs> Can I shield bash the lock? One. Okay, so that is a crit fail. Yeah, what happens is, is as you raise your new shield up, you're not used to the weight, and you accidentally bash yourself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I gave myself two damage. I'm sorry, you were saying somebody was a massive twat who just hit themselves in the face with a shield. <laughs> he's, he's got a point. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I, I'm, look, I'm just finding my feet. He's no right. No. <laughs> finding your face more like <laughs> with a <the> shield, Nick. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no, that's you. Oh, Lord. Come on, let's go to the next chamber. Fuck this bitch. Yeah, I'm, a bit, I'm getting a bit bored. Yeah, come on. What's going to be in there? My no, birthday no. cake. Uh, there might be. As if. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, Try uh, shove a dagger into the lock uh, and try and sort of like jam it open. Okay, uh, give me a luck roll, please. Twenty-one. Okay, yeah. As you do so, the thing pops open, uh, and now <laughs> we're going to go into initiative roll. Um, what happens is, is you notice that this um, this sort of gas sort of appears um, behind you, and it turns into this big uh, giant that is holding a massive iron club and it goes get the fuck out of my torture chamber you dicks uh yep so not no problem oh. we're off whoa sorry i i didn't realize what was happening here first up is going to be minoc evade what does that mean run away <laughs> okay where are you running to through the door to the next chamber okay so that means you need to give me an agility roll please I got a 11. It's only a small room, so actually, Minoc darts out the room through the door and is out there like a shot, and he's like, Come back here. No! Grimald, follow me! Grimald, you're up next. Uh, yeah, so as lovely as it's been, uh, I need to check on my friends, so I will be departing. Bye! Uh, that's a uh, 18, mate. Gosh. Yeah, Grimald, um, you're out of there like a shot as well, um, He and he just goes, You piece of shit! Stand here and fight! Next up is is actually the guy, so he's going to try and follow you into the next chamber. Um, you see what happens is, is he actually, um, in sort of a haze of, of anger, he gets really, really furious, and he starts legging it, and trips over Marzio, and just goes, FUCK! <laughs> and you see him trip, smash his head on some flagstones on the floor. It doesn't really hurt him, because he's a massive dude, but um, he's just like, ah, CUNTED! <laughs> and then um, you, you, uh, the door sort of like cl- closes as you guys uh, are in the next chamber. But all you can hear is magic missile. Yeah, um, he rolled incredibly high on that roll, right? Uh, and, and what you see um, as the door closes, as you guys run into the next chamber, is the door suddenly burst open, and there's all this magical energy in the other room. And, and lights and flashing and explosions and, and then you just see Marzio casually walk into the room and he's wiping blood off himself and his wand and he's uh, he's just like, deal with it! Minoc's going to walk up to him um, kind of working out that he's just like beasted it and done an amazing job and we go, like, hey let's set our differences aside. Fuck off! Right, so, what, so what are we oh. going to do in this chamber then? 
So we got three doors here. Hey, wait, didn't that uh, guy say something about three doors and the keys? So you can see a trio of heavy bronze gates frames this chamber. Each gate is topped with a demonic leering down from above. The air is wet and stinks of mouldy stray and filth. Fucking reeks in here, doesn't it? Uh, right, three doors. Smells like your mother, fish boy. I never knew my mother. Haha. <laughs> she was killed it, very... G gutted. We will settle this later. Miney, how many keys do you have on that ring? Three. You have three keys. I'm getting some deja vu here. And there's three and doors. And there's three doors. Let's see if, let's see if, um, if, if, um, fuck for brains can figure this one out. Okay, little dwarf. You've got three keys, and you've got three doors. I'm going to slap him. give me a yeah, melee attack roll, please. <laughs> Eight. He just sort of leans back, and your slap sort of um, just whooshes past his face, and he's like, <laughs> you can't even do that right. Oh, you're pathetic. You're just as pathetic as your stupid beard. Ha! God, I hope something awful happens to this fella before the end of this. Well, that's yeah, just I'm... it, isn't it? Nothing ever does. I'm going to walk up to one of the doors and try... Key number one. As you put the key into the door, um, all of the doors um, just come down and descend into the floor. And the puzzle uh, essentially in this room is completely negated. It looks like the vizier has really, really helped you out here. Marzio goes, man, that one looked dangerous. I'm glad we got out of that one. Good work, Marnock. Yeah, good work. <laughs> Less of that from you. And so in front of you now, you can see there is a, uh, a hallway leading to kind of a spiral staircase. And to your left, you can see some um, stairs going down. Um, I reckon we'll go left. Let's descend. As you go down the stairs, a large chamber emerges from the darkness. The air is cold with moisture and the stink of mould is thick in the air, clinging to the back of your throat and chilling your lungs. Squinting to make out the features of the grim chamber, you are able to discern manacles set into the grimy stone walls. Skeletons, their bones long since picked clean by rats and roaches, line the corner of the chamber. I would like to be, uh, end up like these guys. No, not at all. Picked clean? From within, as you um, guys sort of um, tactfully uh, take a ginger steps forward, you can hear, you can hear. <laughs> Who goes there? Can I do notice? Oh, no. Crit. Crit fail, fail yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you can hear that uh, it's coming from uh, directly behind you. Yeah, I'll turn around and like, Hello. Grim, Grim, was that, was that you? Me what? Laughing. No. Yeah, I could have sworn it was from behind me. And I, well, I know I'm going to spin around and no one sees behind me. <laughs> All right. Machio, was that you? Marzio, and uh, no. I don't care what your name is, Matchstick. Did you make that noise? No, it was coming from... Behind you? Uh. He looks behind him and the acolytes are behind him. And then they, they just, they just like, shake their heads as if, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> and then they look behind them. And as they look behind them, you can see this um, freakishly tall-looking guy who, um, who's got this, like, um, he's got this, like, club in his hand, and he's a tall elder kith with wild eyes, rotting teeth, and matted hair that has literally become a nest of mice, all these mice crawling around in his head. He wears mouse-eaten rags over a halberd of leather studded with bronze, and, um, yeah, he looks at you guys, and he goes, Hello! Oh, it might, it must have been him. Oh. Ah! Yes, um, well, welcome anyway. Um, I'm the Rat King of the Dungeon. Oh, you're the Rat King. That's me. 
Nice to meet you, King. Excuse me. Um, where, where do we go next? Where's the, where's the best way to advance this? What do you mean, where do we go next? Yeah. I'm what, not... am I a strategy guide? Ha <laughs> well, ha! You're here in the dungeon. We're doing Am I a dungeon. strategy guide? Ha <laughs> ha! What a joke! What a merry jape! Ha ha ha! Funny! Ha 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 ha! Oh, Rat King! Bibble! We would like to continue through this chamber. Hmm! Which way would it be? Is it a Tuesday? Uh. Yes. Bibble! Bibble. Well, answer me this. If it were a Tuesday, then it would go left. If it were a Wednesday, then I am to go right. But! Bibble! I see. Bibble be the way. Are you alright? Yep. Rat King. Ah. Why did you why did you make that funny noise? Shut up. Uh anyway. What can I do for ye? Uh we are well we are uh, adventuring through this dungeon. In Yes, I believe that you killed the torturer. Uh, and so I will have to, and I'm sorry about this, I make not of the rules, I will have to kill you. Uh, that wasn't us, that was him. It was him? Yep. You! Magic machine With the gun. pointy hat? Yep. Hmm. What's your name, sir? M my name is Marcio. Um, I, 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 I didn't kill the torturer, per se. Uh, what happened was, is that uh, I was, um... I was using a spell to heat up some ham, and when I was doing so, um, he tripped and fell, and he he got heated up. That sounds rather unlikely. <laughs> if my name is not then you are lying. What a charming name. Look. The point is, is that you've come into my dungeon, and now I shall have to destroy you unless we can negotiate peace. Yes, let's Let us peace. go to my throne room. You shall send one person to parlay with me. One only. Who shall it be? Then we will surely send our most diplomatic. Exactly, your president. Of adventurers. Uh, your king and my king, and we shall sit around a round table. King, you say? Well, it just so happens that I uh, am a king. <gasps> yes, I am the, the king of the damned. Yes. The king of the dam shall treat with the king of the rats. Meanwhile, all of you lot, wait here. Bibble. Right, mine here, you're going to be all right with this clown. I'll do my best. Don't take no guff from him, all right? Okay. All right, in a bit. Okay, good luck, my friend. Thanks, mate. Let's do this. I'm going to uh, click my knuckles and follow the rat king. Okay, so you follow him into another chamber. A long, narrow cot occupies the north wall of this chamber. Nearby, a brazier of glowing coals coasts the rest of the chamber in a hellish light. Placed in the centre of the long east wall is a tall chair decorated with mouldy blackened rags. More disturbing, the chair has been decorated with hundreds of rodent skulls, ranging from tiny mice to enormous rats, nailed to the chair in some peculiar esoteric pattern. What a charming uh, chair you have. And he, yeah, and as he um, sits you down, um, some mice bring in kind of a, a, a round table, like about 20 mice sort of carrying it. <laughs> and then he says, I have a seat opposite me. Thank you. For we shall negotiate a round table. 
Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, pulled the chair out and I'll sit down. Okay. And as he sits opposite you, he goes, Now, as you must be well aware, there is a 24-hour time cycle going on here. Yes, I am aware of this uh, cycle. Right. And it's very rare that anyone comes down here during this cycle and gets stuck down here during this cycle. So down here during this cycle, we require some food. And mice, they love to eat. And we've been stuck in this same loop for 500 years and have had not one delicious thing to eat. There is one thing I require from you. Yes? One of your party. What, to, uh, eat, as they say? Yes! Okay, what? You choose, you choose. All you need to do is go back in there, tie them up, subdue them, and uh, just bring them back into this room. That's all. But one. Yep. And I can choose who this is. You can choose. You're the king. King of the damned. Okay, fine. Uh, okay, so shall I be on my way? Uh, yes, I mean, well, well, just, just, just go and get them. Just can I, can I just take one of those mice? What do you mean? Why do you want one of my friends? One uh, of my loyal subjects? I would quite like... Are you fucking mental? Uh, he is quite cute. No! Okay, I just thought... Do I, I ask to take your people? I... What madman would do that? Well, well, you... you Are you insane? You kind of did. No! Okay, okay. Uh, I've obviously touched a bit of a nerve, so... Now go, get okay. me one of your people. I will, yes, okay. You shithead! Sorry, sorry, oh, oh great rat king. Bye. Apology accepted. Okay, you go back into the previous chamber, and Marzio's like, and that's why all dwarves are shit. I've had enough of your tripe. Yeah? Hello. Oh, hi. We, yeah. were just, we were just talking about facts. Uh, ignore him. What what have you got to report to us? Uh, well, we had quite a uh, in-depth uh, discussion at our parlay. What does he want from us? Well, it's quite a complex uh, thing, so you might all want to sit down for this one. Look, whatever he wants, there's no point in us giving it to him. Why don't we just fucking kill him? I second that. Okay, I lost my my earthquake spell for the day, but I could still magic missile that fool in the face. You saw what I did to the other guy? Yeah, we heard it. We heard He's it. He's got it was, a point. Quite impressive. I can hear you! Uh, Don't do that! Um, could I just have a small word with uh, your acolytes? Uh, Marzio. I, they're my acolytes. I didn't say they wasn't. I would just like to converse Whomever with them. they converse with, they converse. I converse too, I with them. Uh, look, let's speak quietly so he, he can't hear us. What what, what what did you speak about? What are you guys whispering about over there? Come come, come over and listen in then. Only quickly, we need to grab one of the acolytes and sacrifice them to the rock. And then we could what are you doing? Yeah, so anyway, uh, basically he likes the colour blue and when he gets close to grab him, knock him out, not time And then, uh, yeah, you got to come right over here, lads, to listen to this one. Do the okay, one on the yeah, my, uh, give me a personality roll to try and convince Marzio to walk over. He knows you're up to something suspicious, so he's not going to just acquiesce straight away. Four on that. You cunts are plotting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. out his wand and he points at you and he's like, what are you doing? Whoa, 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 no need uh, to get your wand out. Look, we've got a situation, right, put the wand down. And leave your, your guys over there, but you just you come here. Not on your life, mate. You tell me what's going on or I or I start magic missling everyone like a motherfucker. Okay. Ah! 
I will tell you what's go I will tell you what's going on. The last spell I cast on you guys sent us back in time and now we're stuck here. Do you wanna see what the next one does? Look, he can hear us. Do you really want me to say this out loud? This is awfully amusing. Okay, fine. Alright. I huddle him. And he goes, Okay, what's going on? Uh we need to borrow uh one of your friends. One of my prized acolytes. For what reason? Well, the Rat King wants one, you see. And he will not let us continue without one. Well, or what? What's he going to do? Uh, well, he'll... Let's, let's put it this way. Uh, go have a chat. Long chat. Yeah, that's it. Long chat. You better start speaking, Hobbit, or I'm going to start throwing spells. Well, look, 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 look listen. The, the, the Rat King's clearly not in his right mind. It was quite hard to discern what he was saying, but what I gathered from his babble is that he he likes one of the acolytes, the blonde one in particular. Uh, he'd like to have a discussion with him. Yeah, that's a discussion. But what, is, what do you mean? What, he just wants to talk to her? I think so. Just wants to talk to her for, for a lot. For a bit, yeah. Quite, uh, all eternity. And uh, if we don't, time. Uh, he will let us continue on our way. How long does he, how long does he want to chat for her for? Like, we'll, well, time's funny here, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, well, we'll, so we'll pick, I guess we'll get her back at the on, end of the loop. On the way, yeah, on the way back. Yeah, yeah, on the way back. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Fair enough. Excellent. All right. Cool. Um, okay, Rat King, you can take Keith and have a chat with him. What do you mean? I said you can take Keith and have a chat with him. Is that what you call it? A jump with him. What? A, a chat. Ch chat jump. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Go on, Keefe. Off you go, mate. Um, yeah, you see the um, acolyte sort of look around nervously and then uh, gingerly walk into the next chamber. This is your moment. Um, you guys actually need to um, pass through that chamber to continue through the dungeon. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow. Okay. Yeah, as you follow, um, you can see that uh, the acolyte is being sort of trussed up onto a big log, obviously ready for cooking. Um, you guys are the first ones to enter the room, so Marzio hasn't seen this yet, but you can see that the Rat King is just putting the acolyte onto this stick and is getting him ready to cook. And um, yeah, um, you can see him singing, he's like, and, and he's like, Can I try and, um, what I want to do is I want to fake yawn, and you know how the, you know, usually yawn stretch, put your arm around them and uh, summon in the cinema. I want to do it with my shield, yawn stretch, and try and um, conceal what's going on to Marzio. I guess it would be a personality role, because you're trying to do a lie, isn't it? Yeah. Seven. Okay, um, yeah, you, you try to do so, but your arms, your little arms, <laughs> even though, yeah, they, they don't reach up to, um, to Marzio's eyes, and he just sees over the shield, and he, he, he immediately sees, as you try to fake <laughs> that you're stretching and stretch your shield up, he just goes, what the fuck? Might have been a little bit of a misunderstanding. This isn't your regular chat, they're going to eat him. Right, Oh, fuck are this. They? Okay, everyone roll initiative. <laughs> Yeah, first up, woman. once again, is going to be Minoc. What are you going to do, mate? I'm just going to run up to him and stab him with my spear. Yeah, the Rat King, sorry. Uh, 21. Yeah, that is going to be a hit, so I roll your damage. 10. So you run up to the um, Rat King and you you stab him in, in the leg. And he just goes, he just goes, Wah! Why? 
We had a deal. Don't know you. I don't like you. And then he turns around and he tries to swing at you with his spiked club. He okay. gets a hit. His club smashes Minoc oh. in the neck, doing uh, 13 damage. Marzio runs up, same as you, and he goes, Only I get to cook my acolytes. Flaming hands. And he um, blasts him. With, a, uh, with flames coming out of his hands. He manages to singe a big load of hair off of this guy's head. And the guy goes, Ah! I thought we were friends too! Ah. Next up is going to be the Acolyte. Um, the one who's not tied up. And <laughs> they just um, run forward. Um, and uh, Marzio just goes, Go! Punch him! And the Acolyte runs forward, goes for a punch, actually is successful and does a single point of damage, punching him right in the testicle. And <laughs> yeah, next up is going to be Grimald. Uh, I'm going to pull my crossbow out and fire it at Rackin. That's a six. With the six, your crossbow um, bolt fires into the dungeon, smacking off the stone walls behind the uh, Rat King. Next up is going to be Minoc again. What, do you, what would you like to do? I'd be like, um... <coughs> oh, oh, my... Oh, that really hurt. Oh, well... I've tried. Tried my best. Best be on the way. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to proceed to exit through to the next section. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me an agility roll to run through to the next bit then. Uh, five. Yeah, um, you do actually, because you um, were quite near to the exit. Sweet. You are, you do run to the door, and as you get there, it's fucking locked. Can I try a key? Sure, you can try the key that were for the previous puzzle. Yeah. And as you do so, um, yeah, none of them fit. They're far too small. Damn it. And Marzio goes, you idiot! We were already told that the fucking keys were for the previous puzzle! Next up is going to be the Rat King, who, um, now that you've run away, he's going to take a swing at uh, Marzio. Uh, he hits him. He obliterates Marzio. Oh, he smashes no. downwards onto his head. And as Marzio is um, having a go at you for using the wrong key on the door, Mar uh, this this uh, gigantic club comes down onto Marzio's head, smashing his smashing it open, uh, sending all this red coo flying all over the dungeon. <laughs> so next up is going to be the acolyte who was trying to punch the Rat King, but he just fucks off in the other direction. <laughs> um, next up is going to be Grimald. Grim's just going to go, wait, 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 wait. Look, there's been a misunderstanding. Morning. Apologise to the Rat King. Um, I'm sorry. Give me a personality roll, both of you. Eight. Fifteen. Okay, um, you can see that the Rat King is like half-bloodied, nearly dead, burnt. He's got like third-degree burns on his head. <laughs> Um, he's 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 about to die, right? And he just goes, "What do you mean, apologise? Look, there was a mishap. No, but we gave you. This is more than a misunderstanding. I need to go to hospital. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many other battles have you had since you've been here in this time loop? This is the first. Bit of laughing, it. Bit of excitement for you. No, excitement. And look, there's two bodies now. Well, he's still alive up there. But what I get to eat these? Yeah, of course you can. Well, he's dead. Marzio, um, he's, he's, a, he's a magic man. He's he, still, might, he might taste nice. And he's still on the... Sp but on I'm the... really in pain. Uh, it's fine. You'll I like what fine. you've done with your hair. After a bit of food, you'll feel great. I'm going to have to kill you. Mm. And you can see him ready as club. Next up is going to be Minoc. Yeah, I'm just going to have to spear him. 16. That's a hit. 
you knew this guy was already nearly dead, and this unicorn horn just goes straight through his fucking stomach, spilling his guts onto the floor, and he just goes, Ah, I didn't get to have my meal. I was like, as he's dying, I'm going to say, if we meet again, we won't do this this next time. Just die gracefully. Okay. It's been, I mean, it's difficult when all your guts are on the floor. Ah, Can I have your ouch. subjects? <laughs> I think you're being a bit of a baby. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the battle. No! Fuck! What a crime, baby. Oh my god, it's hurting oh, me ears. Could you give us the key for the door? And then you see him slump over to the ground and... Uh, He's quite a tall elder kith man, so he just makes quite a, uh, a large thud as he hits the ground. Uh, and, and, and yeah, then he sort of slides like a big tub of jelly across the floor and uh, leaves sort of a, a wet skid of, of red blood on the floor. I mean, there's ways of going out, and then there's just over-egging it. I'm going to um, shake him again, uh, shake him, <laughs> and say... Oh, I wasn't quite dead! Oh, could, for God's could, we, could you give us the key, please? Don't move my body. I'll shake him again. Key, please. Uh, Have a bit of bloody self-respect, Rat King. Leave me alone. I'll shake him again. Key, please. Uh, Yeah, as you shake him, you notice a jingling on his his, um, belt. Oh, there it is. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, you take the key and he's like, he's like, thank you. May I die in peace now? I'm going to shake him and say, thanks for the key. I could have closed his eyes and be like, he's at peace now. Oh, my face! <laughs> the burns! Oh, his eyes have opened back up again. Oh, Let me burns. just try that again. Stop it, my face! <laughs> the burns! The burns! I'm gonna I'm gonna shake him and go, shh, shh. Oh. And you see that finally um, the light fades from his eyes <laughs> as as he dies, probably. Acolyte on the log. Are you still alive? Um, the the acolyte attached to the log nods. Uh, so they're currently being carried off by a by a group of mice. Halt! Yeah. Would you like saving? Um, they the acolyte nods furiously. Okay. Will you put what that's just happened behind you? Um, the if acolyte, we save you. Yeah, they nod. Get in my need, let's go. Yeah, uh, right, we'll charge we up. And yeah, charge over and try to save the acolyte. Yeah, you charge over, um, sort of get the get the log, take it, snatch it off all these mice, and uh, yeah, untie the acolyte. And the acolyte sort of bows as if to say thank you. And uh, yeah, they they stick with you. Um, for all intents and purposes, you've you've got you've got an acolyte buddy now. Cool. Um, he 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 looks very nervous. Don't worry, and don't worry about your old master. He's uh well, well he's flat. Look at him. Anyway, right, keys. Marty, got the key. Anything else in this shithole before we leave? See if we can use the wand. Oh yeah, hey, our Keith, want a wand? Um, yeah, you hand the wand to Keith, and um, as you do so, he gives it a flick of the wrist, um, to sort of test it out, like testing out the weight in his hand. Uh-huh. And it pops off some magic, and it sort of flies around the room. And uh, you can hear some like crackling and pops and things like this. And then um, Keith uh, sort of ducks as this is flying around the room. Both of you are going to need to give me a reflex save, please. Twenty. Eight. Okay, James, with an eight, uh, one of the little sparks flies off and hits you. You take one damage 
he just drops it on the floor and um, his eyes widen and he looks very very um feared of this of this little one no 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 don't he be he holds up his hands he's like he, he looks he, he's as if he's saying I'm, I'm not using that oh keith come on there's no need to be so coy uh, uh my knuckle stump over and um and pick it up then and go fine i'll just put it in my pocket Okay, um, yeah, you guys um, proceed to uh, out of the door using the key and into the next chamber. And as you get in, you can see a trio of crates stand in, stands in the centre of the chamber, making a crude table and benches. Atop the centre crate is a pair of dice and a shallow copper dish. A handful of coins, mostly gold and silver, are scattered about on the floor. A pair of clay jugs stained with wine sits on the floor beside the makeshift table. It looks like it is payday. Yeah, um, you get two gold and one silver each. Yes. Nice. See, this adventuring malarkey ain't that bad, really. When you got when you got a jingle jangle in your pocket, it's uh, makes everything feel a little bit better. We get over the whole rat, f- rat king thing, and to be fair, at least that fucking arsehole's gone now. Old Machio. It was pretty useful though. It was, but now he's made a nice carpet. And um, you see that the acolyte sort of um, silently giggles, his his shoulders uh, rumbling up and down. Was you not fond of your old master, Keith? He shakes his head. Let's be honest, he was a bit of a cock. He, sh- he nods his head. You're going to go far, Keith. I like you a lot. <laughs> he smiles. Do you want a dagger, Keith? Have you got any weapons? Uh, he shakes his head, and then as you uh, offer him a dagger, he holds out his hand. Here you go, mate. Take a dagger. Yeah, he takes it off of you and uh, he, he smiles and he um, sort of um, warps it around his fingers nimbly as if he knows how to use this. There we go. He nice. may not be accustomed to the wand, but he knows his way around a bit of steel. Good lad, good lad. Keeps all right. Yeah. Right, so what do we have here apart from some money? On the opposite end of the chamber, you can see a door also, but it looks as if this room has been used for sort of like gambling. Yeah. So there's the bottle of wine, you've got the the uh, little bowl with the dice in and, and the gold pieces, obviously. Right. Go towards the... I'm going to go towards the door and see if he can open it. Yeah, you can open the door. Uh, I'm going to go sniff at what the liquid inside the jug. Oh yeah, it's wine. It's wine. Oh. Yeah. Don't be so hasty, Miney. I think I found some booze, mate. Just, uh, what? wow. Dutch courage, perhaps? I'll be partial to a bit of wine. Yeah, I'm going to go and take a glug out of the jug. Okay, uh, so uh, Grimald's taking a glug out of the jug. Yeah. Minuk, you taking a glug out of the jug? I'm walking towards him at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so um, Grimald, yeah, you take a glug out of the jug and you can, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good wine. Mmm, decent vino. I mean, it's strong stuff, but being homeless, guys, that's the type yeah. of stuff you like. Not that I would know, because I've never tried the finer things in life, but this, now this, I put airs on your chest. Mighty, I'll never be this, mate. This will get us going. Yeah. Can I try and, uh, you know, uh, when people sniff the wine to, like, do the pompous wine taste thing, that's... Yeah, of course. Um, well, yeah, you would know this, because you, you used to live in a mansion once. So, yeah, give me a, uh, a uh, intelligence roll, please. Four. So yeah, you um you notice that uh yeah this this wine smells like it's good stuff. Go on, I'll take a swig. You take a swig. So you both have got a minus one because this alcohol is so strong. <laughs> you've got a uh, minus one to everything for the next fifty minutes. That includes AC. That includes uh, pace. Uh, how how far you can walk. That includes everything. I'm gonna so. turn around to Keith and be like, Keith, I'm telling you, I love you. 
Um, Keith, um, he looks even more worried than he did when he first joined your team. Keith, Keith, have a swig of this. It's great. Um, Yeah, he just takes it. He's like, if you can't beat him, join him. And he basically, oh, he's even worse off than he was. (laughs) Yeah, so he takes a swig and you can see him sort of stumbling about. He's sort of, um, he's stabbing midair with his dagger, like practicing his daggering skills. Hey, Grim. Here he is. (laughs) Hey, Grim, look look how good he is with the dagger. Keith, he's almost, he's almost like... Uh, it's almost like a like it's finally at the bottom I think. Ah, let's go to the next room. To the next room. Who are you calling a tow rag? Just go. I'm gonna walk. To, I'm gonna walk towards the next room. Yeah. Okay. You guys um walk down uh, out of the door, and uh, what you can see there are some steps descending down into a further level of the dungeon. I feel like I can see some steps, but it might be holes. Watch your step. <laughs> Good one, Keith. Would you guys like to go down the stairs? <laughs> Try to, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so I actually, just because it's stairs and just because you've only immediately drunk it, I would like you both to give me a reflex saving throw <laughs> just to get down the stairs. Yay. 19. 13. Yeah, you're actually all right as you stumble down. Let's see how Keith does. <laughs> Oh, he's fine as well. You guys, it, this is like navigating a trap. Um, it's really fucking hard. You've been you've been descending the stairs, seemingly endless stairs for what must be hours. Each flight is the same: stone steps descending ever further, and elegant wooden beams arching towards the high ceiling, creating the effect of a silent, gloomy forest. Finally, in the darkness ahead, you spy an end to your interminable descent. One last flight descends to the feet of a pair of towering portals lit by braziers of burning oil. The smell of smoke mixed with the stench of rot and mould is thick in the air. Fuck it hell, that felt like it took forever and I have an incredible headbanger. Um, as you guys um, get down to the, uh, the bottom of these stairs, um, I would like you both to give me a perception roll, please. Crit fail. Uh, seven. Yeah, the good thing about this is that these are just regular everyday stairs normal. What you can see at the end is that, is that you can sort of see a light that they, at the bottom, uh, it goes down to sort of like a narrow stone bridge with like a, uh, with, with a gate at the bottom. Um, that, that's about all you can see at the moment. Stairs at normal. Uh, Keith, what do you think of the stairs? I look normal to you, Keith. Uh, he nods and just sort of puts his palm out, extending his hand as if to say, uh, as if to say, just go ahead. Let's go for it. I'm gonna, um, you know, like he stretch because we've been walking for ages and we're kind of just sobering up. I'm gonna do like a runner's stretch, but particularly on my stump leg. Yeah, yeah, and um, sort of limbering up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> timbering up. After you, Marnie, you've stepped up, you've limbered up, timbered up, yeah. and away he goes. Yeah, as you get down the stairs, a um, you you uh, Minoc, you need to give me a reflex saving throw, please. Oh boy, a six. What happens is these hidden doors at the side of the stairways open, right? And as I mentioned earlier, there were these uh, lit braziers at the side of the stairs with fire on them, and these two doors at this at the side of the stairs just open. Um, and a, a big burst of gas just comes out of it. Ah. And then suddenly this gas obviously makes contact with the braziers and just ignites. And suddenly the stairs are just enveloped with fire. And you're, ah. you're right in the center of it. 
and uh, yeah, you take nine damage. So Grimald, you just see Minoc, um but burn to a crisp, and almost instantly you see his skeleton revealed, and then and then that just goes down into a big pile of uh, ash on the floor. Minoc, no! Again, you see me die again. Why does this keep happening? The worst thing is, is that the fire, as you stand at the top of the stairs, just continues for about an hour. So you and the acolyte are just sat there for an hour. Okay, flirt, the flames have gone. Um, he, he he sort of smiles and he's he's like a bit he's a bit dreary, but um, as you guys look forward, you can see that a narrow stone bridge, crumbling with age, arches out into an enormous cavern, coming to rest at a stalagmite, the cyclopean stalagmite, titanic in size, like the rest of the chamber, houses what looks like a small village, separated from the arch by a wooden gate. Now is our time to move. But I can't leave my friend there. I must take some of this ash and put it in my pocket so I can bring him with me. Um, I'm going to take a bit of Minoc and put him in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, okay, so yeah, you pop a bit of uh, Minoc ash in your mm, pocket. So sweet. Pop, pop that into your inventory. Let us let us make haste, Keith, before we become ash like my friend. Yeah, so um, you, yeah, you pop the ash in your pocket and then you go down the stairs and uh, you're now standing in front of that um, that big old uh, uh, door in front of you. Um, I need you t to give me a reflex saving throw, please. 20. As you stand there in front of that gate, there's a there's a tower in this gigantic cavern off to your left and a and about six arrows just fly at you. Back. And at this moment, you just manage to dodge out of the way. Keith, however, is not so lucky as they just all stick into him and he flies off of the bridge, being knocked off by all these arrows. There's loads of them stick into him and he just flies off. And as he does so, he puts his hand to his head in a salute to you and just and just smashes onto the floor with a sickening thud as he hits the bottom of the cavern below. Oh, Keith, you beautiful boy. <gasps> Why are you ripping my heart out, dungeon? And what you can see um, on the uh, on the ramparts of this um, of this tower on the other side is these is these like crazy weird looking grey people with these sunken eyes and these blue lights for their eyes and they just go and then they start firing at you, pointing bony fingers, and uh, not to mention that uh, on in the village that you can see past the gate. Mm -hmm. The exact same thing is happening. You're gonna have to roll initiative, please. Oh my god. Eleven, I got. Okay. Uh, they are gonna go first. So what happens is, as these guys fire, um, basically a cacophony of arrows on you. Yeah, and you take twenty damage uh, from all of these arrows. Ow, 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 ow. <sighs> You guys awake back in the throne room. Ouch. Ow. Take another permanent stamina point off your characters, please. You stupid pricks. It was your fault that I died. <laughs> you got splatted. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Um, yeah, well, I know next time not to make the same mistake. All yeah. right. I was pretty instrumental in getting us through that dungeon. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, Keith works for us now. And all right, Keith. 
um, Keith, he kind of looks between Marzio, between you. He looks scared and he's shaking his head. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he just looks like very, very scared. And um, Marzio, he's, he's kind of like, look, next time we do this, we're doing it fucking right, okay? The croaking um, Nairay looks at you guys and he's like, well, look, next time you better do it correctly because I'm not, I can't stand any longer of this. And his, okay. and his wife, Ariok, she looks at you. And she just um, she she looks incredibly um, like nervous, as if she doesn't know what which way this is going to go. Are you working for him? Are you working for her? And she just looks at you with this solemn like fear. Yeah, we'll go again. We'll go again. That was our tra- training run, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, we obviously we fucked up. So go on, gather your stuff again. Okay. Let's right. go round again. Yeah, I reckon we'll, we'll just grab the same stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So cool. you go back into the armory. You gather up all the same shit from this this um, horrifically um, badly organised, terrible armory, and you walk down um, back round the walkway to the entrance of the dungeon. And the vizier is there. Obviously, he hasn't been up to the throne room, or nor was he in the dungeon. So he didn't even know that you guys have died in the dungeon. He just looks at you guys. And he goes, "We're fucking screwed, aren't we?" Well, uh, it was just a little problem. Yeah, we kind of messed up a bit. Can we get those keys again? Same deal? Um, yeah, he chucks you the keys and he goes, Better luck next time. That was uh, part... Well, it's technically part three of The King's Spire because I, I sort of cut out the middle. Um, so anybody that knows this adventure will realise that I've cut out quite a big part of this because um, yeah well because I, I wanted to but yeah. anyway what did you guys think so brilliant so, oh mate um, it was awesome I like the fact I like I like it's, it's really good I was so scared because we were you know on two and one hit points since the last session you know well the thing is I felt I thought on the last adventure that because I'd only read the first part um, in preparation for the, the last episode mm-hmm. I thought that we that when we got to the second part and, and all the barbarians are running up the stairs I was like well that's it this, the series yeah, is over we're yeah. done. and we were it. discussing yeah. it outside of the episode we were like I, I, don't, know, I don't know what we're going to do I don't know yeah. what we're going to you're going to you're going to die yeah. Yeah. and then when I read the adventure I was like oh you're stuck in a loop and every time it resets you, you come back to life fine but they it does say that, that obviously it's going to be limited because you've, you've you haven't got infinite stamina. No, that's right. You will so, die. Yeah. So, yeah, so Permanently like, lose stamina until you can't move anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, it, it does mate. say in the book, like if you if you run out of stamina, you can just be well, you're basically disabled. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I really like it. The only thing is, is that like um, as we we said when we went for a little break, it doesn't really um, it, this structure doesn't really end on like a big uh, dramatic moment because you guys yeah. just essentially died and went back to the beginning. Yeah. But it was dramatic all the way through is in so much as yeah. it's it's a tough dungeon man it's really hard but how the much thing did is, that ogre do well that's damage wise uh, no the, the rat king rat king sorry yeah and the dude before as well the torturer yeah he some epic damage as well but that's yeah. the thing the, the point is is that the unique thing about it is that you can go through it multiple times yeah. so you'll know it next time uh-huh. yeah. and that's the thing the people down there won't necessarily well, well they'll know that you know but that, that's the unique thing about it it's really interesting I like yeah. that I loved Keith 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good addition. Yeah. It's a shame he died instantly when he got pelted with arrows. Bless him. Yeah, yeah. Good old Keith. But you and uh, Grim and Keith man bonded well. But I think uh, very, very well played. I, I, when I was reading this adventure, it's weird because it takes itself really seriously. Mm-hmm. But when you read it, like there are so many bits of it that are just pure comedy. Because yeah, yeah. I was just like, I, I, I was thinking, no, they they just keep like the torturer and this bloke who's like king of a bunch of rats down in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like. How is that? I don't know. It's funny. Anyway, if you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do um, at tabletoptwats at gmail.com or go over to Facebook. Which is facebook.com forward slash tabletop T. Or go over to Twitter, which is at tabletop twats. And of course, if you would like to uh, go over to Patreon and donate some money. Sling us a buck. Sling us a buck. You can do that. Or some gold pieces. That's patreon.com forward slash tabletop twats. And if you do so, you can become a character in this show, such as. Keith the Acolyte yep. and Dominic who was the brother of Nyre the Crow King mm-hmm. so yeah if you want to be a character in the show then uh, yeah go over to Patreon and sling us a buck yo um, and we turn you into characters and yeah. obviously you can get in contact with us on the G Plus as well we're and, uh, over there at Tabletop Twats and Absolutely. with the Nerds International Community yeah that's we're part of that community yo yeah so yeah well, well played guys thank and you thank you as ever brilliant I'm loving this this is so much fun cheers guys cheers bye bye Good Lord, Babugbabils, how will Grimald and Minot get out of this one? Well, I don't think they will. And that's good for me because I was thinking of joining a Tales from the Loop podcast. In fact, Tales from the Loop would be a good name for this episode. Chest.